Our third scripture reading is Matthew 10, 24 through 39. No pupil is greater than his teacher. No slave is greater than his master. So a pupil should be satisfied to become like his teacher and a slave like his master. If the head of the family is called Belzebul, the members of the family will be called even worse names. So do not be afraid of people. Whatever is now covered up will be uncovered, and every secret will be made known. What I am telling you in the dark, you must repeat in broad daylight. And what you have heard in private, you must announce from the housetops. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of God, who can destroy both body and soul in hell. For only a penny you can buy two sparrows, yet not one sparrow falls to the ground without your father's consent. As for you, even the hairs of your head have all been counted. So do not be afraid. You are worth much more than many sparrows. If anyone declares publicly that he belongs to me, I will do the same for him before my Father in heaven. But if anyone rejects me publicly, I will reject him before my Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the world. No, I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. I came to set sons against their fathers, daughters against their mothers, daughters-in-laws against their mother-in-laws. A man's worst enemy will be the members of his own family. Whoever loves his father more or mother more than me is not fit to be my disciple. Whoever loves his son or daughter more than me is not fit to be my disciple. Whoever does not take up his cross and follow in my steps is not fit to be my disciple. Whoever tries to gain his own life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will gain it. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Last time I tried to stand still. It drove me crazy, so you're going to have to watch me pace. You know, I, I read these, these scriptures, and to say it was difficult is an understatement. I read them and I read them and, well, Hagar didn't deserve to be cast out. Indeed, it was Sarah who brought her to Abraham to conceive a child when she thought she was barren. She did exactly what she was supposed to do. In the second scripture, I, I have to admit, I went through it and through it and, well, again, it was difficult. And the third scripture. That one has always been a little, well, interesting to me. Jesus said he didn't come to bring tranquility. He came to bring a sword. And that, that doesn't strike well with what I've always thought of as Jesus. we many times receive things we do not deserve. How many people here have, have received trials and tribulations that you really didn't think you deserved? Honk your horn if that might be you. Yeah, I think all of us can relate to that. But we also know Jesus didn't deserve the cross 
and yet God did not abandon Hagar or her child. And Christ Jesus did not abandon his cross or us. We are called upon to be God's own. It is hard sometimes to be a child of God. And sometimes it's a little easier, especially when we're gathered with with friends and comrades. As scripture says, whatever is covered up will be uncovered. We don't hide our faith even when it's hard. Sometimes that's the most important time to claim our faith. No man, woman, child, group, nation, no one can even inflict the slightest wound upon your soul. Only you can do that. In the dictionary, peace is defined as freedom from disturbance, tranquility, or is also a state or period in which there is no war or a war has ended. And then it also says that it can be used to silence somebody. Peace, be still, is the example they give. Jesus provided his peace, but he did not order us to be quiet. He did not relieve us from disturbances, but he did free us from sin and death. He brought us his love. Now, in the scripture it says, he who would gain his own life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will gain it. And it, after some thought, I remembered when I was a young child, I believe five, I was in the hospital. And visiting hours had ended. So all the parents and visitors were leaving. And this one young girl in a room over from me was crying. And I called out and said, don't cry, little girl. God loves you. Now, I, I will admit, my mom relayed this story to me a few times, so my memory was a little more hazy. But, but uh, it reminds me that when we lose ourselves, when we give up our life and embrace Jesus and God, we gain ourselves. If you try to find yourself without God, you will find it empty and hollow. If you try to find yourself with God, you will find who you are and you will find yourself fulfilled. You will find yourself filled with the Holy Spirit and you'll know your own value. For it is with God that we are whole. As I said, only you can inflict even the slightest scratch upon your soul by not following your path with God. But also, only you can reach out and embrace God and all that that entails. The hardship of being a Christian is part of that relationship. Today we celebrate both the first day of spring or summer and Father's Day. So I would like to say happy Father's Day to all. (laughs) 
Now, I have another little story of mine, so, but I'm going to first ask anyone who's a parent or an uncle or has children that you care about, have you ever made a mistake when you're dealing with them? Uh, another honking of horns, if that might be you. <laughs> well, I know that's me. I remember once my oldest son was very little, two, maybe three, and he was a little bit of a grump if you didn't get a nap. And I lost track of time. So it was well past his nap time. And I knew I was going to pay for it if I didn't get him a nap before he went to bed. So I said, time for a nap. And what did he do? He threw an ever-loving fit. So I picked him up. And he struggled and twisted and turned, and he managed to get his foot in the shirt of my pocket and tore my shirt. Now, I, I have to admit, my last name's Morgan. I, I kind of like pirates, and this was my piratey shirt. It had loose-fitting arms, and it was really nice. I liked that shirt. So to say that I was not calm at that moment in time would be an understatement. And I remember all the stress in my body, and I walked him over, and I set him down in his bed. And for me, I know that the Holy Spirit guided me in this one instance. Because I bent over and I kissed him on the forehead. Now, I can guarantee you at that moment in time, that wasn't the thing that I was thinking of doing to this little boy. But in that kiss, all my anxiety, all my frustration, all the negativity that I had just washed away. It was gone. I know the Holy Spirit guided me. And I know it was me giving up my life, my desire, my everything that is materialistic and devoting to God and love. And in that moment, my life was saved because of all the anger, all the anxiety was gone. Life is not made up of peace at all times, but disturbances. We must take up the sword to fight for our living God. But it is not a sword that cuts flesh or bone. It's a sword that cuts hatred, deception. This is not an easy battle, for indeed it is probably the hardest how many here have felt perhaps even hatred for somebody and the only way you could save yourself was when you let it go? Just so you know, I really did like that shirt. Peace is gained not by holding on to your life of objects and money, stature and what people think of you, but when you let go, and embrace God and call out that we are his. That those around us know that we are Christians and speak of God's love. I have family and friends that claim they do not believe in God. And they speak of their faith or lack thereof. And I, I try. I am not perfect. I never claim to be. But I try to let my faith be known. 
even though these are friends and I know it's going to lead to a discussion. But when I try to speak to them, it is not in conflict. It is not in, in your face, but in love. My words do not lash out, but they only cut away the hate or the condemnation. To show love, to slash through the veil and win the victory of faith. Our relationship with God is not to be hidden. For what is said in the dark must be revealed in the light. It is to shine for all to see. And to say that that is easy, well, how many here would say that that is easy? Any honks for that? Yeah, I don't hear any, and I wouldn't put my own out there. We follow in Jesus' footsteps, even when it is hard, as it sometimes is. And always to lose ourselves in the love of God, where we then gain ourselves through the love of God. And through the love of God, may we walk forever. Amen and amen.